You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. It is Thursday, May 13th. What a beautiful day. The White Sox, that's a winner for you, people. That's a winner. We got Tom, Ricky, Wake Up and Wager. We're joined by Dan Morgan from Nothing But Net. Uh, Our 9 o'clock show, talking about basketball, but we are uh, merging it together this week as, uh, you know, it's a tough week for the NBA. But, uh, Ricky, how are we doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. How you guys doing? We're great. We're great. Dan, doing well? Good morning. Yeah, as good as I can be this early, but this is what works. And, hey, I appreciate the uh, the White Sox winner last night. My uh, my two NBA dogs both won outright, so it was a nice night. Yes, yes that's where I was going next. So it was a good night all around. Um yeah, very good night all around. Thank you. I took both of those uh, games that you had said. Uh, I took both of those. So that were two good winners. And I got to tell you, when, when Tom throws a two-unit play out there, you got to know to back it because I don't do it often. But when it all lines up and we get the perfect play, we throw it down. That's right. Things for today. What are we going to do today? course we'll talk a little mlb because i've got one play for you today as well Uh, my other play from yesterday just to update quickly um the other one that i liked yesterday was the um brewers uh the lines were not posted for this but as soon as this did post uh we jumped all over it and there was one other game yesterday that i was looking for it was the i believe it was the um Diamondbacks over the Marlins, and good thing we couldn't find the line there because they lost two to three. Anyway, what are we doing today? Little MLB, the NFL released their the week one schedule. I believe they released the whole schedule, but the week week one kind of leaked out, from what I understand. Um, we'll talk about the win totals. If there's any immediate value there. It's often best to try and bet this stuff right on the first day to see if you can find any value. Um, and that's what we're going to do today. So let's start with the NFL. Let's start right there. Uh, Dan, as you look through, have you had a chance to look through the win totals? Yeah, um, I'm glancing at it now. I, I've been, you know, as soon as I saw this week for the NBA, my mind immediately went to the NFL. So most of this <laughs> week I've been paying a lot more attention to what's been going on. NFL numbers wise than the NBA still keeping my eyes over there but as we discussed not not the best week for it uh f- fortunate last night to get those two wins I think um I'm sure I'll, I'll dig something up before this show is over for that still but when we're looking at uh team futures for the win totals here 
I don't I don't see a ton here. I think a, a lot of the stuff is going to tie to some of the things we discussed yesterday. So when when I look to that, my mind immediately went to the Minnesota Vikings because we talked a lot yesterday about value on both them and Chicago. And unfortunately, like, while I thought there was value with the Vikings to win the division, I thought there was value for them to make the playoffs. The win totals kind of falls more in line, I think, with our line of thinking because they're at eight and a half, but the over for eight and a half is minus one sixty two. Like that's is it really that's pretty heavy. Like that really like that makes me think that it should be closer to nine and a half to have that over be that big of a favorite. That I wonder why that line isn't just there. I mean maybe it gets there. Maybe people are are seeing what we're seeing already. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this opened at because I think win totals has been available for a few days, but it's not something I have dove into until late last night. Uh, a so. lot of the books actually waited until the release of the – they like to wait until the release of the uh, schedule because they feel like the the actual physical schedule that the teams have may affect the win total one to two to three games. Like if you got a long road trip against tough teams, well, you you may be more susceptible to losing that as opposed to, you know, some other order of games. Yeah. So I didn't I don't really see much value in the Vikings. Uh two, two teams with, with different ideas in my mind. I said it yes well, I I think I said it on nothing but net probably like two days ago, but I, I don't buy the Matt Stafford in LA being any more than a lateral move, if not actually kind of a downgrade. I understand. <laughs> that, I understand Matt Stafford. That, Ricky? You guys are are crazy. With I Matt understand Stafford. Matt Sorry Stafford. Sorry to interrupt you, Dave. <laughs> no, Ricky you're is fine. The biggest Stafford fan in the world. Really? I yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm not uh, talking about a trash can. So Here's the Rams can. over under is ten and a half. That is a really tough division. And even if you believe in him, like he's got to go in and, and learn a whole new offense. He's never played anywhere else. And honestly, he's never played under any pressure. So I really don't know what to think of it. Like, I don't hate Matt Stafford. Like, if they have an incredible season, I won't be that surprised. But if I'm looking for value here, I mean, the Rams under 10 and a half minus 121 speaks to me, mainly because I really like the other teams in that division too, specifically the Seahawks and the Cardinals, who are like lower value teams as far as you know the odds are right now Uh, I liked both of them as long shot division winners at I think Seattle's plus 300 and Arizona's plus 600 so I like both of them better than I'd than I would put any money on San Francisco or LA to win that division based on the value and then in the same exact city the Chargers I told you guys yesterday Justin Herbert is only like plus 2,000 to win MVP like he's one of the top 10 candidates I think to win the MVP award, which would lead me to believe that the Chargers should have a good amount of success. So their total is nine. So over nine minus 110 is another one that Mm. I really like. And the last one I'll give you that that jumps out to me is Cincinnati Bengals under six and a half because like Joe Burrow looked good last year, but that didn't translate to that many wins. And he is coming Mm -hmm. back off the injury. And I don't think they did much to upgrade that team. So I know that that line's probably expecting him to make somewhat of a jump, but, you know, I, I one, I think he played well as it was, so I don't know that he plays 
much better this year. And again, coming off the injury and stuff, and that team just not being all that much. I don't I don't know if I really buy much in Cincinnati. And you know, same logic as the Rams, but to a, a different degree. Like that division yep. is tough. The Ravens are good. The Steelers are good. Uh, and the Browns are good. So like they're they're gonna have a tough time just in their division alone. And the Steelers come in at eight and a half. Uh, the total for the Steelers is eight and a half. So if you like, if you like them and you like what, what Dan's thinking, the over is definitely a worth looking at there. But Ricky, I, I, I got to go back to Matt Stafford here <laughs> because I forgot. I know I'm going to take a detour, a hard left here, but I forgot after our conversation, I pulled up some, some stats on Stafford that I wanted to share with you. And I dug through my notebook here. He remind, he sparked the, the, uh, the light in my head again. Let me share something about Matt Stafford with you real quick. You there, Ricky? Yeah, yeah. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Okay. <laughs> ready, ready to hear you bash my boy who's done nothing but play hard and carry a shitty organization. But uh, hit me, Tom. Uh, that sounds like an achievement award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give him a pin. Matt Stafford is 0-3 in the playoffs. He's appeared in the playoffs Three times in his entire career. Pause, pause. Matt Stafford took the Detroit Lions organization to the playoffs three times. That's what I took away from that. Yeah, I didn't a even shitty know that. organization three times. That will that will not go back without him anytime soon. Yeah, but three times in like ten years, twelve years. Tom. Look at Twelve the, seasons, look at, three look at times, and you get blown out in all three. <laughs> look at the rosters that he's played on. Throwing picks in all of them. Oh boy, you can't, I don't know. You can't judge a QB like that. I mean, if you take I'm trying to think of a team in the NFL right I now, I think you can, and you do. That's what the NFL is all about. You're uh, only as good top, as your quarterback. Top. Do you trade? Do you think the people in the Rams organization are stupid? Let's just start there. Do you think that they have stupid people in their front office? I think some teams really do. Because you would have to think that to think that they would have traded two first round picks plus more to get rid of a number one overall pick in Jared Goff and bring in Stafford. You don't do that unless you're damn sure you're making a big upgrade. Oh, but, I, di- I oh disagree my. with that terribly. Uh, number number one, uh, it's very possible that they have very stupid people in their organization. And number two, you make that deal because you're convinced that Sean McVay is, is this wonder boy who he's not, and he's beginning <laughs> to get exposed. And he has too much say in that organization, and he knows that he's running out of time. And they blamed everything on Jared Goff and then shipped him out, and that's the cost. The thing is, Sean McVay is a wonder boy. Look at his offensive numbers since he's entered the league as a head coach. He may not have a Super Bowl ring. He's already gone to the Super Bowl. How many, how many guys, points did he put up in that Super Bowl? Tell me how, how many points his, his offense, this, this, this Wonder Boy head coach put up in that Super Bowl. I think it was less than four. How many points did both <laughs> teams put up, though? What was that, a 13-3 game? So what, something? is he a defensive guru now? Which one is it? He's definitely not <laughs> It doesn't both. matter. It doesn't matter, guys. It does matter. Tom McVay is, is a top three offensive-minded coach oh, in boy. the league, and the numbers Ricky, back that up. This and you an absolutely opinion. judge quarterbacks on wins. That's how the NFL works. It may not be fair, but it is exactly how it works. 
No, guys, you, you do judge a guy off of wins, but you also have to factor in the team that he's playing on. And when you play a one dog of the- shit organization for 10 years, you're not going to win five Super Bowls like Tom Brady, who played in a incredible organization that, that sets their players up to win. Matt Stafford's never been set up to succeed. This is the first time in his entire career with Sean McVay that he's going to have a chance to have a big year and to potentially win a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, just wait. I don't wait. think his teams have just been wait. as bad as you think, Ricky. I mean, I they think they've be been terrible. as bad as we think. I, I'm not arguing that. But then you also have to factor in that he, like, this deep in his career, he finally has the pressure. He finally has the expectation. Like, that doesn't mean he just settles in year one and, and hits it. Like, maybe it takes him a year to do that. Again, it's not out of the realm of possibility he's successful. But, you know, this is this is just one of those ones that I feel like because of that move, people are so, like, public perception is going to be the hammer, the over. They're going to say, oh, well, the Rams are being held back. They make a big deal for a guy that everybody thinks is good mm-hmm. but played in a bad team, and they naturally are going to go to that. That mm-hmm. tells me my instinct says I got to go against the grain. Yep. Do you guys see what Matt Stafford does when the game is on the line? Hey, with throws interceptions. No offensive line and no weapons. No, he goes down in one-minute drills and wins the game. He does. He does incredible things. You guys need to do some homework on your Matt Stafford. Well, I've seen him on that. I've seen him all over doing that. I don't care about the the Lions last minute just him. crushing it down the field. Like I really don't. Like that's Philip Rivers made a career doing that too. He stinks fan? too. Either way, I, I couldn't disagree more in terms of Matthew Stafford, but I actually have a lock, a whale for, for you in terms of the over-under win totals. I have a team that I, I encourage everyone to absolutely Ricky, how big is that Red Bull today? You got the no fire. Red Bull. He brought no the Red fire. Bull, but you guys got me fired up about Stafford. I'm going to stand <laughs> up for my boy here. I'm going to stand up for him. <laughs> All but, right, give, uh, me, give me your play. What do you like? All right, ready? The Atlanta Falcons over seven and a half wins. It's getting juiced up. I've been monitoring this a little bit. I I put it in yesterday. It's already at a minus 155. So if you want to bet this, time's working against you right now. But think about this team. You got an extra game on the schedule, too. Even without that game, I you know, that's just saying this is an eight and eight team. But you throw Kyle Pitts into the offense. You keep a lot of the same pieces that you had with Ridley, Julio Jones. The defense should be a step better. They're going to get some guys back that were out last year. I just don't see this team winning less than eight games. Um, I really love this one. Really love this one. All right. I just hammered it. Hammered it. Ricky, I'll, put I'll that. That's got to go up on uh, on the site. It will. I'm not. That's a five today. unit for me, Tom. That's a five unit play. I feel like wow. every year they are this team that's supposed to exceed expectations. So I'm a little bit scared, but mm-hmm. you should be with them. Truthfully, you should never feel great about it. Yeah, and I, think I that's don't. Part of the reason the numbers a little bit low because they're the Falcons, but Matt Ryan's still, you know, he's gonna have incredible weapons out there they're gonna put up a lot of points they're gonna win eight games Lock this and up. i truly think they're still like kind of frazzled from like the super bowl like I, just, I really do still like every time there's a close game you can tell they just all start sweating they're like oh boy is this gonna happen again like well you know or like when they have a lead so i think they do get some night sweats <laughs> thinking about is petrifying. <laughs> I, and they think the same they, thing Gosh, yeah, but uh, 
But we're going to take, let's take a quick break here. And then when we get back, I'm going to go through maybe one of my plays for the, I have one that I, that I do like, and just an overall general idea of how to bet these win totals before you start locking everything in. Um, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. We'll be right back. Let's take a quick break. Visit www.steadypicks.com and become a member today. A Steady Picks membership is only $20 per month and gives you all the tools you need to become a better sports better. Use promo code RADIO for 50% off your first month and follow us on social media at Steady Picks for daily updates. Enjoy listening to Steady Picks Radio and be sure to head over to steadypicks.com and sign up today. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thanks for taking a quick break with us. And I didn't mention this at the begin- beginning of the show, but steadypicks.com, $20 a month gets you access to everything that we have to offer. Overall, if I can make it easy for you, it just makes you a better sports uh, better, a better handicapper to get the insights and analysis from the three of us, from the rest of our guests and hosts that we have uh, as part of the team. Um, it's really a no-brainer. $20 a month, the weekly newsletter, SETI picks, system plays, and all the best bets from us who, you know, we spend a lot of time on this stuff. So it, at the very least, you're getting a lot of research, a lot of insight, and we know what we're doing. So thank you so much. Guys, when you're talking win totals, there's one thing that I have to uh, – and the same thing happened with baseball, and I haven't done the math for for the NFL, but um, I, I'm imagining it's exactly the same. When these books post these win totals, they always shade the over. And that's why I'd recommend almost never betting an over win total because they're all shaded over. Because why? Because public likes to bet overs. Mm-hmm. It's really tough to hit an over on the win totals. You really want to look for the value on the unders is your best bet, I would say. Um, Because if you – so in the MLB, when they have win totals right before the season started, if you added all the win totals up, uh, there were more wins than possible by uh, several percentage points. So that tells you that they're – like if you add up all the wins – on this board, it's going to be more than the games that they actually play. Does that make sense? You get that? It'll be more than the actual games that they play in, in the season. So they all shade the over. So therefore you really want to spend your time looking for value on unders. Where's the value? How can we find an under that maybe other people aren't looking at or, or which way is it going to fall? Um, Often try and stay away from the top and the bottom. Although I do think, you know, the Lions have some opportunity as an under team this year, to be completely honest. But um, the one that really sticks out to me that I uh, had circled as soon as I saw it, the one I had circled that I like, and it kind of goes back to our conversation yesterday the Packers. I do sort of kind of like the under on the Packers. I know that's kind of scary to say, but I think, you know, with all the problems that they're having, plus they're in a very good division, I think that the you know, they may be a 10-win team 
this year. And then Aaron Rodgers stuff is certainly cooked into that number a little bit. So there's not so much value there, but I, I really don't know if I see them being dominant. Even if he does play, there's just so much drama there that I don't know how it works out. They're, they're, they're a wild card team this year <clears throat> for sure. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, um, yeah, for me, the Packers, a lot, a lot to shake out with them. Um, something worth noting, Tom, that I just noticed. And Dan, I was, I was glancing at some of the other props and I came across the MVP props. And one thing to note, Aaron Rodgers is still there in second. Uh, he's at plus 900 behind Patrick Mahomes, but just touching on one other thing that that's interesting with the Matthew Stafford stuff. He's tied for fourth in the MVP um, odds. He's ahead of people like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert. Um, The books are calling for a big year out of Matthew Stafford. Another guy on here that's really high is Dak Prescott. Um, I guess his weaponry plays a piece in that. But do you see any value on Aaron Rodgers with that MVP ticket at plus 900? I don't see how you could. Because it's like you'd get, would you get refunded if he didn't play? Or I don't think so. It, it yeah, all depends, that and that's the other important part is you got to know what uh, you got to know what the the rules of the book are. Like a lot of the win totals are contingent on they play this many games, and I saw a lot of people getting burned really bad um, with you know COVID and oh they missed a few games. Like the NBA was like you have to play seventy of the seventy two games or else nothing counts. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I like that insurance. Yo, no, no, I, that's. I feel like. Oh, oh, yeah. Never mind. Us. That's worse. That's worse. Yeah, I don't know if my math is right here, but I tried to do the math on the over totals, and it it doesn't really line up with what you're saying, Tom. Actually, what's uh, the? Uh, Would you come up with? Because if there's 17 games and and all the teams, I I think it should be 272 and 272 would be the. The split and the over total is two sixty four and a half. Did you count the? So, I think the way you have to do it is count the um, the halves. You have to add them up as over, uh-huh. like as um, the next half of a game. Okay. So I added up the ones with the hat. It's two eighty two is the win total if you have the to go over the win to, or how do I explain that? the over on the half games to get everything to a full number, to a round number. And how many games would there be in the season? It'd be 544, I think it was. 32 teams playing 17 games, 544. So it should break down the, the league going 272 and 272. Yes. So... And I have 282 if you add up the – I think that's you're why, supposed to I add up it. the half run, right? That would make sense. Either way, it definitely happened with the – maybe it doesn't happen as much here and with the uncertainty of the 17th game. Maybe it changes things a little. But in the MLB, I can promise you it was it was vast. Well, yeah, in the MLB, there's also percentage. 162 freaking games. So I think yeah, the numbers get too. skewed a little bit. Um, but, yeah, a lot of – it's weird. So – Look for the unders. A lot of value there. Um, do you have anything else to add for the NFL before we move on, Ricky or, or Dan? 
I just want to ask you guys if you looked at the actual, I mean, there's going to be so many times to talk about it, but if you looked at any of the week one lines and if anything just kind of jumped off the page for you there, I know that Ricky gave us the Atlanta over uh, as, as a lock, which goes against one of my first instincts, which was I love the Eagles getting three and a half at Atlanta. Week <laughs> oh, I like that the other way. I actually, uh, I'm not. I'm not on the Eagles train this year, to be honest. I'm not really either, but it's Week One, and I don't know what either of these teams are going to look like. So them getting that extra half point on the three, yeah. Think about this though with that game, Dan, and this is why I actually love the Falcons. If especially if that hook disappears and you could get a minus three, they're going to be at home. Matt Ryan's a seasoned vet. He's going to have all his fresh weapons in the dome, Kyle Pitts and all these new guys. And I think they just have a little bit of an edge on the roster, um, you know, because the Eagles are obviously seems like they're kind of gearing up for next year. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see. What I wanted to share with these games is some of the line movements, you know me, but some of the lines that really moved like right away already, because as soon as these open, people will bet them. Mm-hmm. And then, they move the lines. So the ones that really stand out um, across the board here would be the uh, where is it? The Vikings and the Bengals opened uh, Vikings laying two and a half. It's all the way down to three and a half now. So looks like they took action right away on the Vikings. Get it from two and a half to three and a half. Past the passed through the key numbers. So yeah. Um, Gosh, I like, miss betting football. All I these know. numbers are just making me so excited. <laughs> Three and a half, seven and a half. Yup. <laughs> oh, I need this in my life right now. I'm so sick of baseball. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love baseball. I'm getting killed, Tom. I'm getting killed. Thank God for the White Sox, but I'm getting killed. <laughs> um, other really notable games, I think um, the Jacksonville and and the Texans. Line moved quite a bit, opened one and a half up to two and a half. Jacksonville laying two and a half at some places, so that's kind of scary. Laying two and a half with the Jaguars. Tebow. The Tebow effect. <laughs> yeah. Tebow's going to get that um, 13 yards in, in that game alone. We're cashing that, Dan. I put that in yesterday, and I'm <laughs> telling you, we're cashing that week one on one catch. Yep, that's right. The other one that is interesting is the last one here is the 49ers and the Lions open seven with San Francisco laying seven. It's down to seven and a half. So got the hook through a key number for San Francisco up to seven and a half against the uh, the Lions. Uh, where's our where's our friends? Oh, the Rams laying seven against the Bears. Oof. They're going to be a team that is not you get they're going to be like the Dodgers of the NFL. You you will never get value on the Rams this year cuz they're just going to be that team that the public likes. Unless unless Stafford does what you guys think and he's not, you know, if if he gets out the gate cold, maybe it doesn't go that way, but value will be hard to come by on the Rams this year. I don't know why this is, but so I I have all the week one lines and then randomly October 3rd Bucks at Patriots is listed. I have that too. I was looking at that. Why? It's just a glitch. The they Tom Brady it. game. The Tom Brady return game. Yeah, honestly, that's why it's got to be listed. Bucks laying three and a half. I love that. 
I love that too. He's gonna Tom Brady. That he's a guy. If we've learned nothing in life, he's petty. If Tom Brady has a revenge game. Play the house. Yep. Play the house. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Now on to more important things, like baseball. Oh, don't say that. Ugh. <laughs> Read the room. Well, at least more important for today, right? No, I love talking football. I can't wait for it to be back. I know Dan's got some really exciting stuff planned for for when uh, football comes back. So that's I'm right. really excited, and that's really his uh, one of his main go to sports. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, my first play uh, across the MLB today. I got one play for you, and maybe one that I'm on the fence about uh, that I'll share some of my reasoning with. Um, but the game that I really like here, and Ricky's going to hate this, but the Cardinals against the Brewers. The Cardinals got Flaherty going, and the Brewers have our good friend Corbin Burns. Ooh. But I am going to fade Corbin Burns here. We are. Getting plus 110 with the Cardinals. Feels like a lot of good value there. The line is been staying right about there, but the public's hammering the Brewers. Every all the money's coming in on the Brewers. Line's not moving. Uh, Corbin Burns, yeah, again, I mean his his advanced stats are top five percent in the league. He's, He's coming still, off the IL, isn't he? Wasn't he hurt? Uh, let's see. He hasn't pitched in a while. He started five games. Let's see, game log. Uh, the 26th of April was his last start. So he's missed a few starts. Yep, and that's what we like even more. Uh, his stats across the – his advanced stats are just the best I've ever seen. He still has not walked a guy. The whole season? He hasn't walked Jeez. a batter. Wow. Uh, 45% strikeout rate, 26% hard hit rate. Those numbers are backwards. Most pitchers are the opposite. <laughs> uh, just really, really good stuff. But you know, he's not going to do this all season. He is going to get hit one of these days, and I do like the opportunity to take Flaherty, who's the best pitcher, one of the better pitchers in, across the league, um, and certainly for the Cardinals, and get a plus one ten as a divisional dog uh, with Flaherty on the mound. I. I, I got to pull the trigger on that every time. Unpopular play, but that's sometimes what you have to do. Tom, uh, one other quick note on this that I'm just seeing. The Cardinals are 7-0 and in the games Flaherty started. He's nearly plus five, five units if you've bet all of his starts. Corbin Burns is actually not profitable if you've been betting on him. Really? You're, you're down money. They're 2-3 and three in the games he started. He's just... If you've bet all of them, you're down about 1.5 units on Corbin Burns. So hasn't been a lot of value on him, believe it or not, and they're not scoring for him. So I, I love this play. Man, Ricky's been riding with the plays. I love it. I love it. Show me yeah. winners, Tom, and I'm on board. And that's what <laughs> you've been doing. So, yeah, I think that's like a perfect – if you had to ask me, like, what's a picture-perfect play for you, Tom, right there is is it. Good picture – dog going against the guy that everybody thinks is unstoppable the numbers that you shared line up with you as well i think uh it's like the perfect it's the perfect map roadmap for a game that i might like and especially the divisional you know 
They believe they're getting plus money. Divisional dog uh, in this same scenario. It would be nice if the line would fall towards the Cardinals a little bit. Uh, it looks like it, at some books it has fallen a few cents. At some books it's actually gone the other way a few cents. So it's kind of straddling the opening number. Um, so we'll see how that develops here. The one other thing I noticed is um, FanDuel has had really good numbers for baseball this year. Um, if you like to bet baseball, I really I think FanDuel, from what I've seen, actually has the most competitive numbers um, and the least amount of straddle on the games. Because we talked about that before when these books, you know, got that the dime line of twenty cents on a game. It's like, what are we doing here? Twenty three cents dime line on a on the straddle on the game. The closer they can stay to the dime line, the better. And FanDuel seems to do a good job for what that's worth. It's good to know. Thank you, Tom. Um, that's my play for today, the Cardinals. Uh, Ricky, is there anything that stands out to you or Dan across the MLB that stands out to you uh, before I, I give the one that I'm on the fence about for now and uh, and we wrap it up? What do you got, Dan? Uh, I'm, I'm not in on baseball today. I, I will give you what I'm looking at NBA wise. So there's four games tonight that I'm watching. There's two that I'll, I'll give you official plays for. And there's two, I think you want to keep your eye on. I'll give you a, a favor and a dog for plays. Sixers minus one and a half at the heat. The Sixers need to win this game and, and end the one seed discussion and get into their last two games with the magic being able to sit whoever they want. So this is must win for them, even though it's not really must win. They they're gonna suit up Embiid, they're gonna play everybody, they're gonna push to win this and get the season done with. So uh, minus one and a half, basically outright. So uh, I love the Sixers tonight. They're gonna win that game on national television to basically put their season to rest. And then the the other play I'm looking at here, or actually, I guess they're both favorites because. I was looking at Portland, and I got confused because I picked them last night. But that's the thing. So Portland went to Utah last night and won outright. They now go to Phoenix tonight on a back-to-back. Suns only being uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites. I would hammer the Suns with the Blazers on that back-to-back. The Suns are a really good team, a consistent team. I think they match up with Portland really well. And the Blazers coming off that win at Utah, I don't think that they're upsetting another top Western team back-to-back on the road. So... Love the Suns, but the uh, other two I'm keeping my eye on is the Nuggets minus six at the Wolves. It seems a little low, but the Wolves are playing really well, so I'm kind of on the Wolves fence Wolves are here. playing well. They are, so like I kind of want to see if that moves, and I might follow it either way. So I might look at it when I get done work today, and if you know that line has moved in favor of, of Minnesota, then I may actually ride with them. Uh, and if it moves in favor of Denver, I may ride with them. So that may be one that I watch the line for. And the the last dog to look for is Orlando. I, Orlando's a scary team, and it's why I wouldn't make it a play because I refuse to bet teams that have nothing to play for. But Atlanta just played last night, and they play Orlando at home tonight. They beat the Wizards last night by four. Now they play Orlando at home on a back-to-back, and Orlando's getting 12.5. That's just a lot of points, man. Like even if they you know pull away with that one and then the the bench lineups make it close, like twelve and a half is a lot to cover on a back to back. So uh, while I would normally never entertain the idea of the Magic, I think plus twelve and a half getting the Hawks on a back to back seems kind of like a trap line. 
So, Dan, one question for you. For the Sixers pick, I really like that one. Would you recommend waiting until we just get like a, a full confirmation that Embiid and everyone's playing, or do you feel good about just locking that in now and those guys will be out there? I lock it in now because once they confirm it, it could shift and they're okay. playing. Embiid sat Tuesday. He's not sitting again because he's not actually hurt. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and lock it in. Yeah, lock it in. That's wonderful. That is just wonderful. Ricky. You got anything for us this morning? It is wake up and wager, so I'd expect you to have something. But if you don't have something, Ricky doesn't like to. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, nah, you I don't got. have to. I'm teasing you. Well, here's what I got for you, and I'm, I'll, end it, I'll end it on this. If you're feeling a little crazy today, all right, go throw a few bucks on Matty Stafford to win the MVP. Oh, God. What did we I'm going to end it with that. Matty Stafford to win MVP and maybe sprinkle a little on uh I do like Herbert. I think Dan was saying that yesterday. Yeah. Couple guys with some good value there. But that's all I got. No no plays yet. Too early. Oh lord. Fair enough. Fair enough. The other uh play that I have in the MLB that was catching my eye would be the Royals against the Detroit Tigers. Uh Royals are on a horrendous losing streak. Have lost at least 10 straight. They're 0-10 in the last 10. Um, <clears throat> but the Tigers are really bad. I mean, the Tigers are really, really bad. They can't hit the ball to save their lives. So I was leaning uh, Kansas City here as kind of a divisional dog and against a really, really bad team that can't hit. They have Daniel Lynch going, who's one of their younger players. Uh, better prospects and his numbers in his two starts have been uh, poor, very poor. Um, so it's hard to, to recommend backing him and Turnbull is good as well, but you know, not, not amazing, but it's hard to recommend backing the, the Royals. Um, so that will not be a play for me. The more I look at this, I can't recommend backing the Royals. So we've got the, we've got the, St. Louis Cardinals plus 110 from me. Uh, Dan is on the, uh, if I wrote this down correctly, the Sixers is is a play right now. And the Suns. And the Suns. The Sixers minus one and a half. Take, I would take that on the money line. Take those couple points out. Uh, and then the Phoenix Suns, get that in now. Five and a half is the line there. Uh, so three plays for you. I'll wake up and wager. Lock them in. Let's beat some closing lines. Let's watch this Cardinals line fall, 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 back to even. Gotta love it. Wake up and wager. Steady yeah. picks radio. I got Thank one last. I got go, one last yeah, thing, please, Tom. Please, please, go ahead. Rick, Ricky, we 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 can iron out details, but I got a proposition for you. Oh boy, hit me, hit me. We, we got to <laughs> figure out something. So you like Stafford and Herbert as, as longer shot MVP bets. I gave out Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. They're all in the same vein. So I say we each take our two. And if one of us hits one of the two, we figure out something. If if none of, if we hit nothing, then it's all for naught. But if either of us hit one of those two guys, then then we got to put something on the line between us. I love it. I love it. I'll tell you what, though. I'm I'm gonna stick with Matt Stafford. I want to potentially swap out Herbert. So let's lock these in oh, tomorrow. Boy. I want to just take one more glimpse at them, and we'll uh, we'll get this written down and locked in. All right, and we'll make it happen. Okay. He's a big talker till he's got to put it down. 
I'm giving I'm, I'm, I'm giving him value too because Stafford's plus fourteen hundred. The other three guys are plus two thousand. I'll tell you what, Dan. Yeah, he's gonna go pick right a plus eight hundred. Stafford and Lamar Jackson. Those are my two. Lamar over Lamar Herbert. Lamar is right there in that same window, odds wise. I want Stafford and Lamar Jackson as my two. Lamar Jackson. See, he's now he's stealing value from me. He's got uh, two left feet, his hands. All right. He can't throw. <laughs> Gosh, I guess I gotta. Re- I guess I gotta reevaluate because now he's trying. He's trying to grief me. Lamar, man, they what got him. Does. Some I'm trying to make a friendly, friendly wager here, and uh, <laughs> trying to beat the lines he's already. Deep. <laughs> That's what wake up a wager is all about. <laughs> uh, oh, to update the contest too. Uh, Matt's off to a great start. Ricky, you're in a little bit of trouble. Uh, Winning that yesterday. Yeah, and so did he, I believe. So. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'll get. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna trouble. get him. Could be in some trouble, but the uh, a few days. If you scroll down, you can see the the radio challenge. You can update yourself on the site and uh, check it out. See where we're at. Um, wake up a wager. Steady picks radio. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. I believe we'll have a guest tomorrow. So another guest, not Dan, a different guest. We love you, but somebody else. You don't know. Wake up and wager. I might show up. <laughs> <laughs> Steady Picks Radio, thank you so much, and uh, good luck today.